0: Welcome to the serialized audiobook of The Starter, season three of the Galactic Football League series, written and performed by Scott Sigler. The Starter is also available as an ebook and as an ad-free unabridged audiobook. For links to purchase any version, visit ScottSigler.com/slash thestarter. Week six, By week. Planet Division Standings. First place, Toe Pirates four and one. A three-way tie for second place with records of three and one, the Isis Ice Storm, the Lou Juggernauts, and the Wabash Wolfpack. In fifth place, the Mars Planets. Tied for sixth place with records of two and one, the Hitoni Hullwalkers and the Alamum Armada. A three-way tie for eighth place with records of two and three. The Coronada Delana Cloud Killers, the All Criminals, and the Themola Dreadnoughts. And in last place, with a record of one and four, the Ionath Krakens. In the Solar Division, two teams tied for first place with records of four and one, the Board Brigands and the Dacau War Dogs. In third place with a record of three and one, the new Rodina Astronauts. Two teams tied for fourth with records of three and two, the Sala Intrigue and the Neptune Scarlet Flyers. In sixth place, the 2-2 two two Jupiter Jacks. Tied for seventh place with one in three records, the Bartel Waterbugs and the Vic Vanguard. Tied for ninth place, the one in four Shora Warlords and the one in four Jang Adam Smashers. And in last place at 0-4, oh the Chilich Spider Bears. Two humans, one quith warrior, two key, and Quentin's yacht still had plenty of room. Aside from Don Pine stopping by his quarters to dish out advice, Quentin had never played the role of host before. He liked it. In the galley, Quentin opened a bag of candied shushaliks and put them in a bowl. Disgusting, but it gave Mumo Mumokilui and Shoto Thicket something to eat that didn't squeal. And truth be told, shushaliks were not nearly as disgusting as what went into the other snack bowl. Quentin grabbed two mag cans of Miller with his right hand, put the bowl of shushaliks on top of the other scooped them both up, and walked to the salon. He had to laugh as he walked in. Not only was the yacht his, and not only were they taking his yacht on an interstellar trip, but he had Mumo, Shoto, and Shoto the Bright sitting in his salon watching the Galaxy's Greatest Sports Show with Dan, Akbar, and Territ the Smasher. Two of the satanic races right here in his home. He set the bowls on the table. <laughs> Mumo and Shoto immediately went for the Shushalix, while Chodo looked into the other bowl. Spider snacks, Chodo said. Thank you, Quentin. Quentin gestured to the holo tank. Ah, they've been advertising them on the GGSS. Nacho flavor. Terret seems to dig them. Enjoy, just don't ask me to eat any.
1: I will not, Quentin.
0: And all of you, eat those whole, will ya? I don't want to have to clean up shushalik goo or spider juice off my floor. No, please will not All three of the aliens grunted, their mouths already full. Was it strange that it felt so good to see his guests eating? Comfortable? Happy? He walked to the small control cabin and offered a mag can to the captain. Frederico, Quentin said. Beer? Frederico shook his head. Uh, no, Quentin. I don't feel like getting sloshed while I'm driving your rich boy yacht. Quentin shrugged. All right, that's cool. We all set for this trip? Yes, and you can quit worrying. Flight plan is confirmed. We're doing OS-1 space in three hours. We already have a docking berth reserved. Will we have to do one of those stupid custom searches? Federico shook his head. Probably not. There are random searches, but it's not like the way the GFL searches everything. We're just another pleasure craft taking a trip from one Concordia planet to another. Awesome. Hey, thanks again for flying this for us. You sure you can't join Ma Tweety when we arrive? Again, Frederico shook his head. Look, I can fly you there. I can stay on the ship as long as no one knows I'm on board. But I cannot show my face on OS1. Not now that Anna Volani is in charge of things. She and I don't get along. So you have a history with Greedock the Splithead and a history with Anna Velani? You going to share any of this? Don't hold your breath, Frederico said. My business is my business. I'll keep my focus on finding your family, thanks. Any progress? Federico half-shrugged, leaned his head to the right. I've got a few leads. When we get back from OS1, I'm going to have to follow them up. You probably won't hear from me until after the season. That's like two months from now. You are a regular mathematician. Uh, Right. I mean, I won't hear from you for two months? What, you can't call? Federico shook his head. I think that's best. We don't want Greedock to know that I work for you, so calling is bad. I'll just take a guess that your private calls might not be so private. Quentin opened his mag can. Even if Federico didn't find anything, the man was trying, which was more than Quentin could do. At least until the off-season. So where are you going? Where else? The purest nation. At least for starters. These things take time. A low beep sounded in the control room. Shuttle approaching. Federico said. John's Landing. You should go greet him in the landing bay, Mr. Yacht Owner. Quentin smiled, set the extra can of Miller on a counter, then walked out. Quentin stood right where Manny Sayed had stood a few weeks earlier, waiting for the Kraken shuttle door to lower. Quentin was genuinely excited about a home-cooked meal, spending a day or so away from football. So cool of John to invite him, even if John was doing it mainly so he wouldn't have to fly public transport. The door lowered. John walked out. So did Rebecca Montaigne. Quentin's smile vanished. Cue, John said. We ready to get this bus rolling? Rebecca, Quentin said. I didn't know that you were coming. Hello, she said looking at him for only a second before looking away. She's coming home to meet Ma. You don't mind, do you, Q? No, Quentin said, fighting back his annoyance. A trip with John had turned into a big party, including a person Quentin didn't really care to associate with. Of course I don't mind. Awesome, John said. So where are the guys? Salon, Quentin said. He gestured to the door. John and Rebecca walked toward it. Quentin walked after them unable to miss the fact that John reached out and held Rebecca's hand.
2: Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm.
0: And we are back with breaking news. You heard it here first, sentience. Orbital Station 1 authorities are on the hunt for orbiting death running back Jew Tweedy who is wanted for the murder of Grace McDermott. That's just shocking. That it is, Smasher. According to authorities, witnesses reported sounds of conflict in McDermott's apartment. Jew was seen leaving the scene. When neighbors went in just a few minutes later to check on McDermott, they found that she had been beaten to death. That's horrible. Was this McDermott chick someone Tweety knew? Apparently they'd been dating, and the police say she may have been trying to break it off. Well, even though Tier 2 isn't in season, Jew is still on the orbiting death, which means he's got diplomatic immunity. I'm sure the investigation will go on, but he can't be detained, can't even really be questioned without going through a GFL intermediary. That is true, Akbar, and we'll see... wait, the producer is sending me a message. Oh my, what a stunning development. You heard it here first, people. The orbiting death has cut Jew Tweedy. What? Are you joking? No, this looks valid. Orbiting death owner Anna Valani just released a statement that says, and I quote, The death will not be associated with a murderer, nor will we allow criminals to hide behind diplomatic immunity. A crime boss said that? ridiculous. Then the mad Jew can be arrested, put in jail. They cut him? What does that mean? Cutting someone means he is no longer on the team roster, Akbar. Smasher, I know what cut means for crying out loud. What I'm saying is that Jew Tweedy is the best running back in football. Who cuts the number one running back in football? Apparently the orbiting death. I have to say, if these allegations are true, I commend Volani for cutting him. Most owners would hide their player behind diplomatic immunity. They'd put football and money ahead of justice. Oh, come on, Dan. Did you forget that Ana Valani is the owner of the Orbiting Death franchise because she just assassinated the previous owner? That is a good point. Hey, now, Akbar, we talked about this before. We can't just go throwing around wild accusations. you can pretend you don't know what this league is all about, but I call them like I see them. A gangster like Velani doesn't cut the best running back in football because she wants justice for a nobody named Grace McDermott. There's something else going on here. You know, I seem to recall that name, Grace McDermott. Oh, Territ, I'm sure you're mistaken. Just the name of some poor girl that chased the wrong footballer, I think. No, no, I think Territ is right. I remember her name from somewhere. Hey, I remember. Grace McDermott. Wasn't that the actress that dated Anna Volani? Come on, people. This isn't some gossip show. Oh, now I remember. McDermott was Volani's consort. I do not understand the strange breeding rituals of humans, but I do remember that. Wow. First, Volani waxed sick of the death, and then she... Hey, I think it's time for another commercial break. But we just had a commercial break. This segment is brought to you by Juco Killock Shipping. Remember, if you gotta ship it across the galaxy, don't you wanna ship it with a key? We'll be right back. After this. Quentin turned off the holotank just as the galaxy's greatest sports show faded into commercial. His teammates and Frederico sat in the salon, all frozen, all looking at John Tweedy. John stared at the now-empty holotank. John, Quentin said. You okay? No, John said. He looked up at Quentin, his eyes narrow, intense. I gotta go get him. Chodo stood up and walked over to John.
1: There's nothing you can do, John. Anna Volani is in charge of Sick of the Death Syndicate now. She controls the police, judges, maybe even parts of the military. I am sorry for your pain, but if you go after him, all you can do is get caught in the crossfire. I got diplomatic immunity, John said. They can't touch me. They can if you were providing aid to a murder suspect,
0: Chodo said.
1: Even if you can get to your brother, you would still have to smuggle him out on a ship. Probably this ship. If you do that, you risk not only yourself but your friends and the future of the Krakens. I am sorry, but I grew up on OS-1, and I'm telling you there is no way we could get your brother off-planet. He doesn't have immunity. Not anymore.
0: Then we give it back to him, Quentin said. We sign him to the Krakens. John looked at Quentin and nodded. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Becca stood up. Are you crazy? John, your brother is a murder suspect. He's innocent. We gotta protect him. Tell her, Quentin. Innocent until proven guilty, Quentin said. But he won't have a trial. They'll just kill him. We gotta do the right thing. Rebecca shook her head. The right thing? Oh, no, you don't. John wants to save his brother, sure. But as for you, Quentin, this isn't about protecting an innocent man. This is about football. He is a murder suspect, you idiots. That poor woman is dead because she couldn't possibly defend herself against someone a Jew's size. He wouldn't. I'm telling you, my brother is a jerk, but he isn't like me. He's not a killer. Has he ever killed anyone on the field? Well, sure. But he's never killed anyone outside of football. He's taken life, Rebecca said on the field, off the field, on purpose, on accident. It doesn't matter. He's a killer, like you. Like me. John shook his head. You're wrong, Becca. And even if you're right, it, it doesn't matter. He is my brother. Quentin, have Frederico take us to the Mattered Shaft. I'm going after Jew. Becca turned to Quentin. This is your ship. Don't take us into marriage. They'll be waiting for us. No, John said. Look, We already had a flight plan filed before any of this happened. that that won't raise any suspicion. If I try to book commercial travel now, my name will show up somewhere because I'm the brother of a murder suspect. You guys don't have to go into Maddox with me, but at least get me there. Quentin looked at Becca, then at John. John, who had tried to help Quentin find his family. John, who had secretly hired a bodyguard. John, whose brother just so happened to be the best running back in football. Was this about doing the right thing, or was Becca right? Was it about the game? I'm going with John, Quentin said. But you can't even sign you, Becca said. You don't have that authority. Quentin nodded. Then I guess I'll have to find someone who does. Frederico? The detective stood. Yes? Get us ready to make the punch to Orbital Station 1. We go as soon as I finish my call. Quentin walked out of the salon and into his stateroom. He stood in front of the room's small holotank, called up the interface, then punched in a call to the touchback. Barnes! Hokor said, his face slightly larger than life inside the holotank. You will not go to OS-1! I'm sending the shuttle for you right now! You and your teammates will return to the touchback! Quentin crossed his arms and shook his head. Can't do that, Coach. I can fix this. Just give me authorization to sign you Tweety. Absolutely not, Barnes. Do not get involved with him. Do not get involved with Anna Only Greenock can do something like that. But she'll kill John's brother. You do not sleep with a gangster's concubine. John's brother played with fire. Now he will pay the price. I will not have his idiocy damaging the players on my team. John is going to manage with or without your permission, Coach. I can't let him go alone. Barnes, do not take John Tweedy to Orbital Station 1. If you do, Greedock will rip your head right off your narrow human neck. Quentin closed his eyes, tried to work through the possibilities. If Greedock was in Ionath City, he was a 20, maybe 30-minute trip up to the touchback. Would Greedock come after them? If Quentin were the owner, would he? Yes, he would. An owner could not let five of his starting players get themselves killed. Quentin wasn't just a rescuer, he was also bait. Coach, we are going. If Greedock backs our play, we win. If he doesn't, well, it's truly been an honor to play football for you. Burns, don't you? Quentin broke the connection and walked back into the salon. Well, John said, is Greedock going to follow us in? Absolutely, he has to. We're going right now. Anyone wants out, take the yacht shuttle and go to the touchback. Our teammate needs us so who's in? <laughs> Mumo Killui let out a horrid war cry and waved his upper arms. Shoto Thicket snapped out an arm and flicked Mumo in the vocal tubes. Mumo yelped, then fell silent. Shoto then banged his upper right hand against his chest. The exchange told Quentin that the two key were in, but that Mumo had spoken out of turn. Shoto Thicket was the alpha. And wasn't about to let the juvenile defensive tackle forget it. Quentin looked at Chodo. You're from OS1, Chodo. We need you. Are you in?
1: I am tasked with protecting you, Chodo said. So if you are going, I have no choice.
0: That left only Becca. Montaigne, you want out? Then leave. She chewed her lower lip, glaring at him. You're a bastard, Barnes. We're one and four. You're heading into a dangerous situation, and you're taking our two starting linebackers, our left tackle, and our star defensive lineman. Tackle. Don't mention it, Rebecca said to Mumokiloui. Quentin, if this goes wrong, if anything happens, the Krakens are heading back to Tier 2 for sure. Not even Yasud would bet against that, no matter what odds you gave him. She was right, and he knew it. But there was a bigger game afoot. They might get hurt, they might get killed, but he believed with utter conviction that if they didn't sign Jude Tweedy, the Krakens were headed for relegation regardless. Everyone here knows the risks, Quentin said. They also know the reward. The situation isn't black and white, so just make your call. She glared at him with pure hate. He stared back. The battle of wills lasted only a few seconds before she looked down and away. All right, she said. I'll go. He nodded at Frederico. Take us to Orbital Station 1. You have been listening to The Starter, Season 3 of the Galactic Football League Series. Written and performed by Scott Sigler. Produced by Arioch Morningstar with post-production by Steve Rickeyberg. For more information on Scott and more free stories, go to ScottSigler.com. Theme music is the song The Kids Are Coming For You by the band Super Weapon. Superweaponband.com.